Hello and welcome to today's Just Chopsin podcast. And today we have a band called Gone Savage, along with David. Hi, everybody. Hello, guys. They are a two-piece melodic rock band from the Manchester area, I believe. Originally, originally, so it was uh, Manchester, and now Will is in Bournemouth. Tells way better than Tez or Cunt. That is, you need to go on. We started <laughs> gravitated outwards quite a long way, haven't we? Ian? We have, yeah. I think you left me on the Gypsy Caravan. I did, yeah. yeah. We're Fucking from Manchester. Yeah. I just drove as far south as I could until I hit some kind of beach and it turned out to be Bournemouth. Oh, right, okay. Very good. Very Do good. you know a couple of old hippie guys then from Manchester called the Aliski Brothers? Not six people, brothers. Who? The syncopation brothers, they were famous. Remember them, Will? And yeah. two dancers. Syncopation. The follow on every gig. Every gig you went to. But I don't know your stuff. No, Aliski, they were called. Mike, he had like these really, really massive dreadlocks. He never had his hair cut since he was a kid. No, I don't really mm. that. And Anthony. Don't um, think so. Probably seen him hanging about in Rock World, Banshee, and places like yeah, that. Yeah, probably years ago because they, they were like, well, they're right pair. Black artist, really. I mean, I met them and they were really cool guys, you know. Yeah. But they could black their way into anywhere. You know? Yeah. They, they blacked their way into a backstage of a Rolling Stones concert. They blacked yeah. their way. They, they were hanging around with the guys from Oasis just before they were signed. And they were always out clubbing with them and everything. They could just black their way into anything. It was really. I started doing yeah. some band promo with them actually and, uh, a few years ago. Just total blaggers. <laughs> yeah, can't say a word of them. Actually. Yeah, they got they, they used to Bob, Bob before, Bob before Bob back before Portugal because they own the house. They own a house in Portugal, and obviously their dad lives in Manchester, still in flat somewhere. If he's still alive, I don't know if he's still alive now. To be honest, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> that's funny. Hey, Savage brothers. They were they were really cool. Those two weren't they? Similar yeah, these guys were cool as well. They lived in a van most of the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're very similar brothers. And used to dance at the back. I mean, I can remember like way back, Motorhead going to see all the, the, the good old bands, and they'd always be in it. You'd think, well, either they're they've snuck in with me in the back of my car because every time I go, they're there. Yeah. They're probably thinking every time I go, that comes there as well. Yeah, it's like you know, it's like chicken and egg, isn't it? Really. So, but yeah, they were famous. Yeah, so, famous. Yeah. To a point where a band, a, a proper band, I didn't experience it, would have called them out and said, we've made it. The Syncopation <laughs> brothers are here. Never. <laughs> you probably a band like a UFO or a Saxon or somebody. And they were thinking, they've made it. And they used to come to our concerts, so we made it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Rockwell. Yeah, Rockwell. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. Look at that, yeah. Yeah. So anyway... Yeah, there we've been doing on. a bit of uh, bit of digging on you. Obviously, we were we were chatting over over Facebook and what have you, Ian. Yeah. So um, I know you've got a new album coming out soon. But before that, you've got a single coming out um, yeah. on the fourth of March. Yeah. Correct. Tell us a little bit about that. Okay, so this is the first single from the album. The album is called Past Life. The single is called Life in Black and White. Um, and we are currently trying to, as with most people, trying to land. A kind of distribution deal on this so in the meantime 
This is coming out as a single, and this will be released on the 4th of March. What we're doing, I'm trying to do a bit of marketing with this, because at the moment it's going out to all the radio stations. We do an awful lot of um, contact with stations. We do very well, rather well, actually, worldwide. We are a DIY one, so it's just me and Will, so what you see is what you get. Um, and so we're doing that for about two weeks. And the reason for that is because we want to give something back. So basically, people want to listen to this track right here, right now. They'll have to go to a station and listen to it. And, and currently, like, as of tonight, it's about 10 playing it. So, you know, obviously, it's going to be a bit of a wash of people, but that was what we wanted to do there, so give them something back there. On the 14th of... 14, not 18th, sorry, 18th of February, we're going to upload this single to our webpage, which is where we keep uh, a few tracks that people won't get on Spotify. So we're trying to change a bit of the um, the way in which people listen to our music. Uh, there's pros and cons. We're going to try this. And this will be basically to people to be able to say, I can afford this at a pound, or I can't afford this at a pound. I'll give you zero pence. Uh, we're going to do that, and that's purely for our fan base for two weeks and then on the 4th of March it's up to anybody to get it off wherever they want to get it from buy it stream it that kind of thing so that's the way it's going to work and that'll be the first single and then the, the album we're working towards a drop off regardless of anybody getting involved the end of May so that's end our kind of okay. yeah, that's our drop down dead day because like, we can't leave it we're, myself and Will we spoke to uh, another commentator last night we're so pleased with it so proud of what we've done I'm not going to wait until a label comes along because we'll be waiting here until all those lot of old well dead and buried. So we might as well get on with it. And I can't leave it because we've got a lot of interest. Ironically, and this is what labels always say, you need interest. We have. We've got loads of interest. Mm. Honestly, it's, it's got off the, the, the old phrases, the, the phone ain't stopped ringing, and it hasn't. And when people hear it, uh, they're pleasantly surprised. Um, I was fishing around this album last October, November. And basically, with people I knew, um, good people, as in business people, and they just wouldn't listen to it. They don't listen to it. And and now I'm getting like emails and, and stuff from the same people saying, "Ah, we listen to it." And yes, okay. And it's it's quite disheartening in some respects mm-hmm. that they don't give you that time of day just to because we're not we're not offended. Everybody's got their own stunt on what they think is good. If somebody mm-hmm. said to us, "We think it's the worst practice." We've got, we've got Emperor's New Clause as an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, then fine, say it. Crack it. And we can all move on. Yeah. It's where you get nothing. Yeah, yeah, you know, that, that's, that yeah silence. Know. You know, please slag yeah. it off if you want. Don't like it. Love it. Mm. And so people who do get around to it, we've got some great comments. Oh, Wonderful yeah. comments. Wonderful mm. comments. Yeah, that's, I, I find that the, yeah. I, I, that's, I find that disheartening as well. I mean, with the podcast especially, that... You know, you're putting yourself out there, and when you don't get anything back, it's worse than getting a fucking shit yeah. comment or a good comment. You know, yes. it's just like, yeah. well, just make a comment or <laughs> do whatever you want to do, but do something. You know, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Engage with it. Yeah, so it is, but it's tough to get that engagement. You know, it's so hard. We work on it all the time. Um, so that's the plan for the single and the album. Um, artwork's in place, and we've done things differently again. Uh, we like to think of ourselves as a little bit of an enigma because it's just me and Will. And when we do do things as in out and about, we'll bring people in to do that. Um, but in the meantime, as for instance, our artwork for the album, it's not your traditional blood and guts. Our video that we're creating at the moment for the single Life in Black and White, 
is not blood and guts. It's different. So our old uh, way of training ourselves has gone sorry. The name's probably the most uh, aggressive aspect of, of what we do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's weird. So I suppose in some respect, people might say, oh, Gone Savage can't now bound to be some like death metal, throat-killing yeah. band. Um, we're not. So it's it's that surprise element. Not, yeah, yeah. Thought, I was quite surprised thought, on the vocals, really. I mean, I was expecting something like Florence yeah. Black uh, to yeah. come through, you know, Tristan. And then, yeah. I mean, not yeah, Will. Will's quite... It's quite soft, really. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You know? Yeah. We get, we, you know, I, I guess people see our age and think, you know, we must be influenced by certain bands. And we've had practically every band from the 80s up to the 2000s on reviews and stuff. They sound like Motley Crue or Bon Jovi or Dockin or whoever else. And it's hard to kind of pigeonhole it because I think there is, there's an element of hair metal melody. Yeah, definitely, yeah. There's an element of kind of harder edged, you know, heavy yeah. rock in it, you know, and so we're not really classic rock. We've been pigeonholed a little bit as that at one point, but we've tried to move away from that, haven't we? Yes, we are. We are. Um, but yeah, you know, we just, I, you know, we've done what I think is a really good album and we've got some really good songs. And like you were saying, you know, you just want, you know, you kind of, at first when we were doing it, I thought, you know what, if we do this for ourselves and we're really proud of it and pleased with it at the end of it, I think that's all I'm bothered about. But then mm. when you actually get it, the physical thing in your hand at the end, you think, actually, no, I'd like people to hear it just mm. for the feedback, whether it's good or bad, just to say, you know, okay, you've done this and I think it's good or I think it's shit. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, and that that's where you become... You know, I said at the moment we kind of become a business that's running a band rather than a band. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. the thing, yeah. Because I actually wrote down uh, Love Caught Me Out, very 80s, 90s hair rock. Yeah. Yeah. So that's <laughs> well, what I wrote yeah. down earlier. I was listening to it and I was like, oh, okay. Uh, and, that, and that's right. You, you, you're know, spot on there. You're bang on. And we don't, you know, we, we, we certainly don't like to like slate our past and, 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 and put it to one side. We, we don't do that. Uh, I write all the music. Will writes all the melody, all the lyric. It's okay. a bit like we said to another key sync commentator. It's a bit of the Elton John, Renny Soapy kind of thing going oh, on. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and I don't really list anything when I come to write. But I've got obviously a history and something ingrained in my head that says that I do like my doc and I do like my rap, I do like my 80s five. But then myself and Will, we write AOR music as well. We write, we like folk rock music. Say that again, you like what music? We write all kinds of variation of music. We have anything from like hard uh, rock to folk. To... Oh, right, okay. I, I wasn't sure what you said because you went all wobbly. Uh... Oh, sorry, sorry, to folk rock. Uh, so we've got uh, AOR. <laughs> AOR is in our background as well. So, you know, it's, okay. it's a really wide range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But okay. never influenced, never. I've heard I'd like to do something like it just comes out of my head as in whatever I'm feeling that day. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I well I sort of this when I listen to it because of the the vocal harmonies. I don't know if you've heard of it. There's a South Wales band. I think they had a get together last year or the year before for the 20 year anniversary called Lethargy, and they and they did a lot of vocal harmonies as well, which is really cool. Which is something that within sort of rock music I hadn't really heard before. I mean, so it's only them, them and yourselves, really, that I've 
I've sort of heard a lot of that in there, and it's it's pretty cool. I mean, that's Will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love to I love to do harmonies like that. I mm. think they really enhance songs. You know, you can build it from one voice to two. I think a couple of the songs we did Ian like sends me back like pictures of him like this because I've sent him like thirty two parts of vocal parts. Okay, and he's got to then mix them into what is in my mind. I'm like, oh no, drop that a bit, put that a bit more forward. Mm. But um, yeah, I love I love how harmonies can make dynamics in a song. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, it, it's surprising what the voice can do in it. Yeah, we we take it live as well. Uh, you know, we don't just it, you know the old adage where backing tracks that we don't we don't <laughs> we don't expect to do that. So we we do work on the actual live harmonies. Okay. So very important, you know, to replicate. It's yeah. not yeah, a case yeah. of, you know, we're going to throw a thousand harmonies in here. But we do. We do. Yeah. Okay. Really do, you, do you tend to use the guys that you use on the recordings when you go live as well? This one, we may not, on this particular one, on previous ones we have. Yes. Okay. Because this one was, so back around how we created this, I write the music, Will does the music, Melody. I engineer everything here in my studio, so I bring everything together. So I, I play all in bits and pieces, stems, people would know. And then I get to a point where I say, okay, I've, I've done all the mixing I can do, and I pass it to somebody else to finish off. That's what we do. Along the way, I'm a bass player, uh, so I, and I write my guitar, but I can't play the guitar songs. We're bringing other people to finish off on this album. So we use the young lad, you're probably aware of him, uh, Sam Miller from Bigfoot, Sass yeah. Bandits. So Sam did a lot of work on this one. This, and an original guitar player, second original guitar player from Gonzalez, Grant Mallison. That's what we do. Will looks after the vocals, so he does all the vocals. I do some backing vocals here. And he also uses Don Genevest to help him with backing vocals. So, you know, we have an outlet for that. Mm -hmm. I think going forward, we'd like to get it maybe nailed down to maybe having a regular drummer as well. But at the moment, people are brought in. So that's yeah, all we do. Yeah. Would you ever consider having a permanent band? Yes, 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 please. The, the oh, problem right. we've had, yeah, it's not that easy. No, I know, no, but... Oh, my God, it's it's changed over the last, what, 20, 30 years to a point now where in life, <laughs> you've that many choices. And yeah, it shows, yeah. it, it yeah. reflects in their attitude, reflects in their work ethic. I'm not just an old guy saying this, it's true. So even though we have this product here, I can't get people even to come and jam with me. Mm. Okay. He either can't do it, won't do it, or feel that it's out of the depth. They'd love to do it. That's the problem. You can't yeah, do it. Yeah. And we've had it's it. A we've different world, isn't it? Than, it's an absolutely different world. Different world. I remember deciding I wanted to be in a band, and you know, all I had was an advert in, I think, Sounds or something, you know, rock band wants vocalists. And I went literally, took myself to Salford, to into a rehearsal room. I'd never stepped, it never even sung in a mic, and I just went in there and did it. And that's how we did it. And that's how yeah, you, yeah. obviously, I'm sure I sounded shite and I'm sure I made mistakes and we all made mistakes. Uh, but now you've got people more likely to be making those mistakes in their own bedrooms and then putting a perfect piece that they've done onto YouTube or something like that. Yeah. So when it then comes to those very same people having to go in and play live, even with other musicians, I think they lose the nerve some of them. Yeah, mm. yeah. They do. Well, unless you're Justin Bieber, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
we used to say like when we used to meet each week to rehearse before phones of course on the internet you, you didn't make any phone calls it was is a given if the guys weren't there on that given day those people never came back yeah, yeah. And, and so we just as a band we never had member changes we just mm. kept coming back three times a week back 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 back, back. no phone calls no nothing mm. because we all wanted to do it you yeah. never had phones then did you Oh, well, I think 96 got my first mobile. So, yeah, you're right. No phones. Green no, cans, Heinz, and all yeah. that. One. So, <laughs> except pigeons. It's, yeah, <laughs> pigeons up north, aren't we? <laughs> and, all stuff. Yeah. And, and it's true. It's so true. And so, nowadays, there's so many op- opportunities and so few people. Mm. So, yeah, okay. It's shocking. Yeah. We, we, I, had, we had another band on it when, when um, Rob came on. Put yeah, and the fucking front of your face. And um, yeah, they, they, they were struggling. <laughs> yeah. Remember, Ted? Autumn Killers. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they needed a drummer. Absolutely ages to get a drummer. Yeah. Well, they needed one that would. Yeah, they they needed one that wouldn't fuck off after five minutes. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. It was funny because okay. you worked for an audition with uh, Shanker, didn't you, Will? I did. Oh, yeah. 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 That was amazing. I remember that. Went. I got, I was working in, the, in a warehouse and my mum phoned me up and said, oh, somebody's been on the phone for you called Michael Shetner. And I knew <laughs> I had this audition tape to Chrysalis. It was when Gary when they sat Gary Barden. Okay. And so I said, what did you say to him? And she said, I just said you were out. So I said, that's a good start, yeah. <laughs> so we, uh, I went rushing home, just left and went home, waiting for this phone to ring again. I waited for hours and hours. And eventually, when he did, I thought, I'm going to go and have a bath and I'll just pretend it's not really happening, this. Because as soon as I get in the bath, the phone, phone rings. rings. Yeah. I jump out of the bath, leg it downstairs, didn't even get dressed. Passed my mum. She's never forgotten that. <laughs> Me, naked, wet, passed her to answer the phone to Michael Schenker. But, yeah, unfortunately, I didn't get it. Graham Bonnet got it, but I did get to go and audition with MSG. Yeah. At the- yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's a cool story. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because we've got a lot, we've got quite a bit of history because the original band um, was formed around the, the first drummer, Adair. So a guy called James Ross. So you know Adair, obviously they're back on the scene now. And then we worked with Vinny on a few of our demos and I was explaining that on our website, we've got a track up there that's got Vinny Burns on. He's, he did three tracks with James Ross. So it was myself and Will and two members at Adair. And that was on the back of their Blood From Stone, is it Will? I'm sure it was Blood From Stone or... Um, I can't. Yeah. It it be. Be. Oh, well, what's that? What's that track on your website? It says the 30-year anniversary. What's all about? That's love caught me out. But okay. Why is it a 30-year anniversary? Because we did it in 1991, wasn't it? And we just re-released yeah. it. And did you do it as Gone Savage or? Yes. yes. Oh right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. So cool. that, Sorry, that yeah. session was done. We're older than Ian Lots. <laughs> and so we did, <laughs> we did this session with um, with uh, a guy called Andy Halliwell, and uh, that was love called me out. But the next session was with uh, Benny Burns and James Ross from Dare. So we did three tracks: Soul System, which is up on our website. Uh, it, when the circus comes to town, and uh, if it feels good, do it. We'll put them up as well. You'll not hear them anywhere else, but that's Benny on there, um, okay. and, and it's top draw stuff, you know. And again, going back to the day when we were doing it. We was getting chased by labels at the time. Warhammer mm. being an example. Will, as you'll know, that's the yeah. all the figurines and that kind of good stuff. Warhammer. So, 
Um, yeah, they decided they wanted to be a record. There's a kind of a crossover with that kind of thing, era, dragons and all that. And there was, and this Warhammer company, I don't know if you've heard of it. Yeah. Um, they they decided, yeah, you know what, we'll form a rock records label. And mm. they they really wanted to sign us, didn't they? They did, yeah. We yeah. these exhibitions and stood with all these kids who had no idea who we were, sat at a desk signing autographs for an album we hadn't even written, let alone recorded. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and, yeah, it was quite cool, wasn't it? I think it was the NEC yeah. in Birmingham, wasn't it? Where, yeah, their offices where we used to be. We did, and the offices used to be in Nottingham, didn't they? Went mm. to Nottingham. And it was just, unfortunately, we had a manager who got a bit, uh, how can you say, jilted. He was a jilted manager. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think what John was. Yeah. Yeah. We got rid of him because he wasn't really doing anything. And then he claimed he'd arranged this deal, didn't he? And then so he got solicitors involved and all oh, the rest God. of it. And again, it became more like a business than a band. Yeah. And it scared him off, didn't it? So it never actually happened. And that yeah. kind of where we, we stopped at that point, chaps. So we kind of regrouped families and stuff. And then we had this huge hiatus till about 2.10, where myself and Will, we met up again to do the other side that we do, the band called Revolution of Zephyr. That's purely uh, this like surf rock, this acoustic rock. Uh, and it's just band in a box. So it's basically me and Will, that's it. Okay. And then Gone Savage would have carried on. And then Will came back in to do the Harbour Hell, didn't you? For me, on um, 2008. Yeah. Well, you yeah. wanted to play live, didn't you, Ian? That was yes. the thing. Yes. I'd say, I, I was, I'd say I, I'm in Bournemouth now, but I was living on the Isle of Wight at the time. And, oh, okay. um, you know, obviously there's no way I can really be involved in an actual band. And you had the musicians right there, didn't you, then? Did. So just yeah. get another singer and do, and do it without me with my, you know, blessing. Go, go forth, young man, and carry on. Yeah. And you did some good stuff, really. And you yeah. really yeah. did the Resurrection EP. Yes, we did. Resurrection EP came out in 2016 with uh, James Marsh taking lead vocal and guitar on that one. And uh, we did do quite a few gigs around the Manchester and Leeds and northern areas. We went actually down into Nottingham and things were picking up. But um, as with, as I said before with bands, I was a bit more stable, but people had too many okay, opportunities to do nothing, should we say. And so, like today, we all have to be good at everything. Mm -hmm. uh, they couldn't see social media, they didn't want to. They couldn't see why we had to do this. They couldn't see why we had to invest. You know, it's, it yeah. was so hard for me to, to like say, look, look, things have changed so much mm -hmm. uh, and you'll not get much reward for it either. And so you've got to do it for the love of. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's where we are now. Me and Will really, really like and love what we do. We just could do it a leg up. Yeah. Because yeah. We're, not, yeah. we're, not, we're not doing what we, we from then, Fundamentally, we musicians, and yeah, we're not yeah. doing that. Yeah, so, yeah. it's where we're at at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, that's where we're kind of at at the moment. So, quite a bit of history about. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, if you've been going 30 years, then... Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, five when we started, weren't it, Well, Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> well, you haven't aged well, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Too many late nights. That's a warm warm map, it says. It's a warm We did some good gigs in the first incarnation of Gone Savvy, didn't we? And there's some memorable ones as well. I mean, if you want yeah. some laughs along the way, we played a club yeah. in uh, Oldham called the Hurricane. And it was actually Alex Higgins, so a good old snooker lad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was his club. 
And it's where Dare used to play a lot. And we went down there to play a gig or two. And we would got a good following in Eldon and Ashton and very generally. And Punter uh, <laughs> lost his teeth, didn't he? Well, he was playing. Yeah, it was, it was going really well, that gig. Wasn't it? I remember everyone's jumping around at the front of the stage and all that. And suddenly this guy starts holding his hands up and pushing people out of the way. And I thought, I said to him, are you all right? And we, we, we stopped, didn't we? And he said something, it's like, oh, 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 oh. and he was saying, I've lost my teeth. I looked for this guy's teeth. I thought, I'll never, never say that through a microphone. <laughs> and we found, and he popped them back in and we carried on. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, washed oh. them off his, in his pint or something. Oh, oh no, before COVID, you just got on with it, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Washed them off in someone yeah. else's pint. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Got on with it. And then the time, what was the other one? Uh, Berry, that was a good one. When I, I had to run off stage because I was going to throw, we were drinking. Um, and I banged my yeah. head on the back of a band, didn't I? And we had to stop the show because it was, they were, you were playing and I was outside semi unconscious. Oh, I'd run through the fire door to throw, I don't want to throw on stage, so I'd run through the fire door <laughs> and hit the van on the way out and bang my head. had to throw up and gets himself locked out by the fire door. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> you had to run all the way back round and the bouncer would let you in. Well, it was quite. We managed to get the door open and I came back in, but yeah. Yeah. And then it's oh, back and forth. <laughs> yeah, talking about it. dropping things in people's points. I used to have a mate way back when, and when I used to drink in the steering Cumbran, and uh, he, had a, he had a false eye. And then every time he used to run out of beer, he'd walk over and drop it in somebody else's pints. <laughs> <laughs> And they'd be like, you fucking dirty bastards. Be like, oh, so... <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Well, I was yeah. listening to your album earlier, and I saw a track on there called Bulletproof. Yes. And I was quite surprised because I was expecting the cover from um, LaRue, to be honest. Oh, that was the one from last the year before, wasn't it? Last... Oh, Bulletproof. Yeah, Bulletproof was a track. Yeah, it's from 10 years ago. 2020, yeah. Is it? All oh, right, okay. I'm getting mixed up. There was a, I think there was a rap or a kind of grime artist brought it out in 2019, which worked quite well because we did initially did a version. And uh, when we did the hashtags, it worked great. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Yeah. It was flying around. <laughs> and it came out about the same time. Sorry, so you're on about a different bulletproof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From about on. 10 years I don't ago. know. I don't know about No? Uh, no. Look, I wouldn't bother looking at that either. He tried to, he played it to me earlier on. <laughs> oh, sorry, it's a dance song. It's dance music, isn't it? That's all right. Yeah, David's like that. Blink it on. Oh, <laughs> Make wayward sons, wayward sons. I've opened in, I've broadened a bit wider, haven't I? You have in the last couple of months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now you've come from little angels to those damn crows. <laughs> so, yeah, you're getting better, Dave. Yeah, that's right. Definitely. So we, we've got... got no, of... oh, so it's a good band, I like them. Cracking. Oh, yeah. Shame. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a really good, real good scene in South Wales at the moment. We've got a lot of good bands, sort of. Rebels? Scarlet Rebels. Scarlet Rebels are class, yeah. yeah. We've got Scarlet Rebels on the radio this week. Sorry, Will? Are they Welsh? Neck deep? Neck deep, yeah, they're Welsh as well, yeah. Yeah. I actually hear them. Yeah. No. Disappeared somewhere. Yeah, I think yeah, I saw yeah. them supporting John Broco and then they just disappeared. 
Yeah, yeah, I forgot all about them, to be honest, neck deep. Really? So there's some new some good new bands coming through as well. Yes. So we got like uh, we're playing a song from a, a young a young young band called Zach and the New Men, and they're, they're like seventeen year old kids or something. But you wouldn't believe it to listen to this stuff. Yeah, it's like bluesy as well, isn't it? It's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. And James good. and the Cold Gun we're playing on Thursday. Oh, this will be out after. It'll be out after this. So it'll be out before this, I should say. But yeah, we got Scarlet Rebels also on the radio uh, Thursday. Yeah. And on the podcast again, that's the second time for them mm. and guys. But yeah, I mean, what what's your plans in getting a label? I mean, like you said, you're a do-it-yourself band. Why are you, is it only for distribution or? Yeah, well, at the moment, I mean, we're trying to off. As I said before, we're trying to we're trying to get back to being musicians. So okay. there's quite a lot of these three sixty companies now that'll do the whole cycle, and and that's what I'm looking for. If I'm quite honest. We're not expected to make money out of it. So I'm, I, I could look at physical. What I'd really like to get is a physical distribution, digital distribution, and with somebody to run all this social media and look after the, the general day to day stuff. So no, that I can run your social media if you make. No, they're not. They're going to charge you. But yeah, exactly. exactly. There's a difference. There's a big difference. They're going yeah. to charge you, but they ain't going to do it. So it's finding a way that we can keep that momentum. Now, I and Will, we talked about this quite a bit. We want to get back up, feet on the ground. We want to get back on the ground. I can't do that while I'm doing all the business side of things. So from a label point of view, it's purely and simply somebody to come along and take this away and look after the physical distribution and the marketing. That's all, you know, and we have got a couple of options coming in, uh, mm-hmm. but nothing's landed. So the longer it takes, uh, the less I can then go forward with the music and then less that we can go forward with the planning for the gigs. Yeah, yeah. It's a cast train too. It's got to be. You know, yeah. we've got to be able to be released to be able to do that. So uh, desperate, no. But if worst came to the worst, digital release, get the music out. Yeah. And then yeah. we'd focus on getting the band out to yeah. support yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is that, yeah. Is that something like... would Ford be able to do something like that? Uh, John, Robert, Craig, John, yeah, yeah, John, Robert, John, yeah, yeah. Um, I've, I've had a few chats in the past. I'm not very really recently. I mean, mm-hmm. I've been talk, trying to get kind of contact with Keith, Lammy, um, also Vivian's on a mate roulette, and I've got um, John uh, Ellis off your rocket looking as well. So these are the people that would probably be able to help me. Um, yeah, but of course, I've got to make sure. Well, I've got to make sure. They've got to make sure it's best for them as well, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's two-way street. It's got to be. Yeah, it's a funny game, especially yeah. you know, because you haven't really got a band behind you either. So right, and I want to get that, so then we can do that. Feet on the ground, and we we know we will be able to. We can play. We've played for years. So once we get that up in the door, we'll start having opportunities. It'll just naturally occur, and that's yeah. what we want to do. Never be the band that goes out every single week. No. But certainly the band that goes out and plays the festivals maybe plays a series of dates. Yeah, and that's yeah. what we've got. I mean, we've got access to drummers and potentially guitarists to do that, but I'd like something a bit more regular. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I mean, that's kind of how I came back into Gone Savage, wasn't it, Ian? Because well, you had had Raquel booked. And then I got, got a phone call. What was it, a month before maybe? Not even yeah. that. No, it's about three, three weeks. And the you know, the singer that you had had decided he wasn't going to do it for whatever reason. Yeah. So you kind of said, you know, do you fancy stepping in? 
Oh, and right, I just okay. came up there, we rehearsed it for about five days, and that was it, wasn't it? That was it, yeah. yeah. Ah, so you're a bit of a glory hunter then, are you, Will? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I've got Comes there. in on his night, <laughs> on, his, uh, on his horse. Yeah, go on then. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't get, didn't get petrol money to be to be fair. <laughs> you got to do some tour here for a quick dinner or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 not, from not from you. <laughs> you got to steal off mine, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. I just think right, you've got James Kennedy got a label as well, but I'm not quite sure what he does with his label. He's um, he's a lad from Wales that we had on one of our podcasts. And he's, his label is called Conic, isn't it? I know yeah. it. Yeah, but I'm not quite Conic. sure what, what Jamie does, to be honest. I reached out to Conic, and I'm sure he couldn't put it on the roster for whatever reason. What's the... Um, is, who's working for him? Is it Adam Haywood working for him? Yeah, that's it. And Adam wrote back and said he couldn't put me on the roster. Oh, right, OK. He didn't listen to it. So again, no, probably he, not. No, he didn't. Adam, I've, I, I've known Adam for a while because I used to work with a company playing old Peter Keevil. So yeah, I heard of him, yeah. Well, so Peter Keevil's TMR. Peter Keevil has Scarlet Rebels. He has Revival Black. He oh, has right, yeah, yeah, Riot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he has Big Hand. He used to have a couple. So I was working with Peter for quite a while. And Adam was coming in and then he went off and did the Walk Bear stuff and got his medal and he's top of the train now, which is fair enough. That's what he wants to do. Yeah, uh, so yeah. he's got Conic, but when I wrote to him uh, in December to say, "Look, would you mind just have a listen?" and if anything, he just said, "No, there's no room on the roster." Okay, it's like turning down something. The next, I don't know, something stupid. The next Billy Joel album without even listening to it. Mm. It's, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, well I mean, if they're only doing stuff for licensing anyway, I mean, it's not, but not to listen. Though, not to listen though. Jeff. I mean, it's yeah, like, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, but. There's a brand envelope. You could have something in it, but you could have fuck all of it. Yeah, I know. Not, yeah, not what's in the box? Exactly. Not looking it. So, mm, but that's yeah. what we tend to find. And then once the hysteria and people start getting involved, they come back. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. I'll, mm. be, I'll be giving it a good old one of them. Yeah, I, I, that's not very fair to James though. Then is it? Do you know what I mean? No, it's not. I'm not so. I'm not saying to Adam. I'm talking about people in general. Yeah, yeah, don't give you the time of day, and then when things get rosy, they'll come back. You know, that's yeah, what I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't. No, I'm not specific to Adam. I've got a lot of time for him. Mm-hmm. There's no problem there. I just find it a bit weird why you wouldn't at least listen to something. Yeah, even if it's ten minutes. Yeah, well, that just goes back to where we started, really, isn't it? Exactly. You know? give you just the best not getting time. that response, and uh, no, no, yeah, you know, no, and then you could be missing something. Yeah, yeah, it could be. I don't know. I don't know. So, so it wasn't personal at all time. But, you know, maybe it's because you're not 20 with boobs and... It is. That's a factor. We're no, not silly. But it's true. It's true. We do know that. We're not... We're not bloody... We're, we're over an age. We're not delusional. Yeah. The, yeah. The, there's a market in the field that has to be... You know, like when, you, when I said about Sam Miller... Yeah, you know he's got rock star all over him. Mm. You know he's a twenty-year-old kid, the loads, mm. frontiers, big foot, the lot. We are not that, you know. And so I do get, I do get that. I'm but not... if you look at the rock scene at the moment, I mean, there's a, there is a lot of older bands coming through there is, now. There is, there is, there is, there is, there is loads. Loads. 
I mean, when I, whenever I go to a, a festival, there's more people my age than younger. Yeah. Definitely, you know, my age and older. And then, and the acts you actually watch, they tend to be my age and older as well, if, I, if I'm <laughs> yeah. honest. Yeah. I mean, like you said, you've got some younger bands coming through, like those damn Crows and Scarlet Rebels and people like that. But well, they've been around for years as well. But yeah, they have. Yeah. And they, they're not exactly super young. They're no. a little young. Void, isn't it? Um, used to be Void. Yeah, yeah, Void, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they've got a bit of a spirit. Yeah. I mean, Wayne's been plugging away for years. Yeah. 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 Give him um, like. and Gary. So the, yeah. the, the 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 other thing as well is, as um, Dave said there, what you find with our age group, we've got more disposable cash as well. Definitely. You know, we're not talking about millionaires. We're talking about we had, we have more. Yeah, disposable. you need to find some older musicians, I guess. Stop looking for kids. <laughs> the thing is, the older ones are bloody worse because they're all slippers and pipes and shit like that. Yeah, you know? that's a trouble in it. You know, they give up, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we'll never give up, you know, but yeah, they, yeah. they give up. Yeah, but I think I think you need a band, to be honest. Yes, definitely. L- listening, to, listening to you talk, I mean, yeah, yeah you yeah, need a band. You need a band behind well, yeah. you. I mean, yeah. you've got you've got a product, you've got a good product, mm-hmm. and then yeah, you just need to be be able to get out and play it. I think. 100%. And the only way you make people sit up and notice is to get out there and play it. It's no yeah, good yeah. sending it, to, you know, to fucking yeah. local rep or whatever. You need you need to be on stage playing it like clubs, pubs. That's where we'd like to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. cool. You know, I mean, there's a there's a little tale I'll tell you quick now. We talk about it. When Dare started doing their first gigs, they played in one place called the Marple Squash Club in uh, North Stop- South Stockport, Marple area, and they only played there. So if you wanted to go and see Dare, you go there. That's it. And there was. People queuing up to get in that place after, say, six or seven gigs there. You couldn't get in. Rammed. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And everybody knew that if you want to go and see it there, you went there. If you did. If you did. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so it's getting that it's getting that interest. And like I say, we are a bit of an enigma because people think, well, how is Ian and Will doing X? Hard Raquel is an example. How are they doing all this shit? It's because we work hard. Because we do things, and because we do things slightly differently, so yeah, that's yeah. what we'd like to do: get a model where people will come and see us because it's a golden savage show, mm-hmm. and they know what they're going to get. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what that's we're doing. Yeah, yeah, and you can't organise without a band either. No, I can't. We say I'm going to create. If I can get off it, not off this. Love you guys. If I could get off this, <laughs> bloody social hey, media. Even us now. <laughs> hey, I'm getting off. I'm not I'm get off here. <laughs> you see what I mean? It's so hard. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to tell me it's hard. If I can pull my ear out sometimes, doing this podcast, you know. I mean, we started it because we love music, and uh, we thought, yeah. Well, we actually we never did. We did. We didn't think anybody would listen to it. To be honest, no. We, we just started it just for us to because we were catching up, weren't we? Because we're cousins yeah. and. We were talking anyway, and he said, "Let's record it and see if anybody wants to listen to it." So my daughter listened to it, and my cousin. Yeah, and then, yeah. uh, we said, "Oh, let's." Wouldn't it be cool if we could get some people on to interview him? You know what I mean, because I'm a, I'm always a fanboy, and I love meeting people and chatting, music, and and what have you. And that's kind of like I started growing from that, really. Mm-hmm. She's got products. I mean, I listen yeah. to Simon McBride. What he did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got products. He's a nice guy, actually. 
I, I, I don't really know him, but obviously I listened to it. Uh, yeah, and then yeah. I got to know him. So yeah, yeah. it was really good. And I said to you, you know, well, what a nice boy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's gone from like, you know, this, this with the commitment. So he's gone through all that with um, Chappie from Savage. Uh, what's the man called? Uh, Vivian Campbell. Uh, and, and all that kind of thing. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, it's like, I look at your views, I look at your hits and all that kind of stuff that I obviously look at on social media. You do all right. You do. No, no, not really. Right. I don't think oh, we do. Right. But I think I'm you always... do. It's oh, open. No. Well, I keep my eye on what's kind of going on. And I've never heard of you till about three months ago. Okay. And when I see people that follow up and, and look at what you're doing, these yeah. are people that I've been around on the social side for a long time. And I know that they're good players. And they're following you guys and they're looking at what you're doing. Yeah, I know. So, I, I definitely know that. So by definition, you must be doing something right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think you are. Yeah, we're definitely doing okay. Yeah. But even though our numbers don't show it, and I, no, I, I do right. say to David, there are people watching us. Yeah. I know that for a fact. But it's that numbers, isn't it? It's the old yeah. vanity, isn't it? It's because you're doing your head in over the numbers and you shouldn't. It is. It's, it's numbers of vanity. And yeah. it's common to sanity. It's, it's what Will was saying before, you know, if one person says it's fantastic, it's better than nobody saying nothing. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. Or oh, even the one person it. saying it's shit. If somebody yeah. said it was shit, and then yeah. somebody else could go, oh, I'll have to have a look at that. Like you your know? dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like my dad. My dad said it was shit. He did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, was on, that was on episode three, and we're now on... 93, I think, isn't it? Yeah, this will be 93, yeah. Yeah, here we go. So, we still keep doing it anyway. <laughs> yeah, nobody listens to my dad anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Have you watched any other episodes, though? You know, is he saying you're getting better? I don't know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really talk to him that much, so... He just sent me a message saying, oh, what's that podcast you got? It's fucking boring. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> At least you've got a comment. One of my followers commented on my album. Oh, my last one. Oh, my last one. You've done well there, Tiff. So, uh, yeah, I'm patting myself yeah. on the back. Well, you know, if, if somebody's listening and somebody likes it, that's all I'm bothered about with, with our music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's the yeah. same, isn't it? That's it, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, well, cool. I'm going well, to tell you a story now. Yeah, I was just going to say, hopefully you can get it you can get it sorted, you can get your band, you can get out there gigging and uh, we'll see you on stage somewhere. That's yeah, it. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to tell good. you a story anyway, so if you stop talking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is it a good story? Well, it's not bad. It's not really great, but it's about a man who divorced his wife in record time after her song choice at their wedding sparks a family row. Oh, now, a man divorced his wife after she requested to dance to us. She actually did dance to it. I mean, this was in India, I believe. It was in... No, it wasn't. It was in Baghdad. I thought, you know, I thought it was going to be in India. But the woman requested a Syrian song called Mesetara by Lamas Khan. And the title translates to I am dominant or I will control you. Ooh. So obviously, being in uh, Baghdad... The, the groom's parents took offence to the to the bride being dominant and controlling mm. and dancing to the song at the wedding that uh, they made him get divorced. It would have been... Wow. She should have put a dog collar and dragged him around on his all fours <laughs> well in front of the parents. <laughs> and the wedding party would have been even better. 
Yeah. So yeah. So if you ever get married to a woman who wants to play an "I Am Dominant" song, I, I'm up for yeah. it. I know you are, Dave. Love it. You know, you know, <laughs> we know you're a bit of a wimp. <laughs> Black belt of karate, and he has a woman bossing him around. Fuck's sake. It's the only way forward, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> at, least at least I admit to it, like Marlon. You know which side your bread's buttered, don't you? There? You definitely do. Whatever side she butters, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if we're honest, gents, we're in the same thing, board. Oh, we are, right. we're all the same, mate. We all joke about it, but we've <laughs> <laughs> all got a big thumbprint on our head somewhere. Definitely. <laughs> so. so. All right then, guys. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for yeah. telling us who you are, right. and thanks for sending me your album. Well, David sent me your album, but I did listen to yeah. it, and yeah, it's pretty yeah, it's good. Cool. It's really good, guys. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I listened to it twice all the way through. Thank you. Uh, you. A lot more than what's his face did. Oh, that's good. Oh yeah, <laughs> Haywood. Yeah. <laughs> and I've, I've written down the ones. <laughs> I've written down my favourites as well. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to be slagging up Haywood, mate, because he'll cancel us. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry, so that... Adam. And sorry, Adam, if you're watching. <laughs> we're only, they know we're only joking. It was Ian's fault. Ian started it. He did, yeah. <laughs> He's off. Go on. He's gone. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say my favourites uh, Touch of God. Oh, good lad. Oh, good one. I like that. Yeah. Redemption Song. Yeah. Bob Marley, yeah. Bob Marley, Life Incendiary as well. They were my three, yeah. my, my three favourites. You've got there, my yeah. favourites. Yeah. There we go. She must be more AOR then, Dave. Surely. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I think they lean that way, don't they? Well, certainly Redemption yeah. Song and Life Incendiary. Mm. Um, brilliant. Good, fantastic. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I just got yeah. that redemption yeah. song wasn't Bob Marley and fucking bulletproof one by LaRue. So <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was a covers album. I did. <laughs> Where the fuck are these two? The shit from Spotify. <laughs> yeah. I listened to the Spotify stuff as well, actually. I thought that was quite good too. Yeah. Oh, I thank quite you. enjoyed that. Thank you. Thank you. If you listen to it another 3,000 times, we'll be able to get it. <laughs> <laughs> you're joking, aren't you? <laughs> you might get tuppence out of it. I couldn't say you might get Fantastic. All right, then, guys. All right, cool. Nice to meet you, and uh, thanks for coming on. Thank yeah, you. thank, thank you. And let I me will. know when the album's coming out or when you've got something else coming out, and we'll uh, try and play something on the radio. Brilliant. Thank you for supporting us and thanks for having us on the programme. Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you very much, Yeah. All right, cool. All, right, all the best all right. of luck, guys. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Right. Cheers, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.